The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Gina, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. And tell me your situation and your question. Um, well, basically, I had an issue with my boyfriend still being uh, best friends with his ex. And your boyfriend is best friends with whom? With his ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay, with an ex, okay. The next girlfriend, yes. Um, but he, date, he actually has known her for over 12 years, and they were friends before they dated. Mm-hmm. And he dated her for six years. Uh, broke up a year and a half ago now, and I started seeing him five months ago and discovered a couple months into the relationship that the dynamics of the relationship were what I perceive to be as very unhealthy. Okay, give me one visual, one of the ones that pained you most. Um, well, what was happening was I discovered that she called him every day okay. and was also inviting him to spend time together with just her, and they have alone time together, and and wasn't factoring me into the friendship even after she discovered that I was upset over it and feeling insecure and jealous over it. Okay, you're how old? I am... 31. 31. And your boyfriend is in the same ballpark? Yeah. Okay. Have, have you been married before? Any None. kids? None. So this is a first romance for you? or I'm sure it's not a first if you're in the 30s. First, but the, serious, the first real serious relationship, like, first relationship where I really felt like I really truly connected and could actually, actually felt like I was meant for this person. Oh, and that's I, I so really bad. It's, yeah, just to feel like he's perfect in every way, and then to find out that this is one major imperfection. Okay, but he's deceiving you. He, he, what did he tell you about no, the relationship? No, he's always been honest. He's always been honest from the beginning of the relationship. And he said what? Um, he did express early on in the relationship when I discovered he was still friends with his ex. We did discuss it, their history. He was very open and honest and said that they were still friends. Mm-hmm. I just didn't realize the extent of it. I didn't realize the dynamics. I, I thought when he said he was still friends, it was, you know talking every so often, you know, eventually I'd meet her, you know, in the same circles. But But this is an intimate friendship. I mean, not only have they been intimate because they dated for six years and they were friends Mm -hmm. before that, but if I was seeing a guy, I've been happily married for over, I forget how many years I'm on the spot here, and if if I was seeing a guy on the side that used to be an old friend, Mm -hmm. then... um, and telling him what's going on in my life, telling him about my day, what I did, then who am I not telling that to, or who am I less likely to tell that to? Right. Your partner. An intimate relationship has an exclusivity around it. Now, whether or not he's having sex with her, I mean, that's another big question mark, isn't it? That's the thing. I don't question that. My issue is more with trusting her and his perception of her. Uh, You know, his friends and family felt that she was toxic, feel that she's keeping him on the back burner, and though she's been with somebody for a year now, someone else, I, I still tend to believe what everyone else thinks of her and feels like he's blinded to it, like he sees it. What it what's her. toxic, <laughs> yeah, what's toxic about her, Gina? Um, they feel that she only calls him when she needs him, is only calling him, you know, because she is keeping him on the back burner, um is using him, manipulating him. And after her actions, after I spoke to her on the phone, after he's expressed to her how I felt, and she still didn't make 
an effort to include me and factor me into their friendship, I tend to believe that she is selfish and... and well, she's self-destructive. Really out for him, not really being a, a true best friend to him. You know, it's hard to believe she's really his best friend if she didn't care to meet me and didn't want okay, to... Okay, and there's always sexual tension. You know, they dated before. They know each other intimately. and He says, he says that part of the relationship is dead and that the love and care that he has for her is out of friendship now it sounds like he needs to make a decision though hey i gotta interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills 30 seconds that's it a very quick ad and then alan will be back romance oh i wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship (laughs) boy i wish i knew more about what i want where's that ad i saw ah here it is the selfish path to romance a serious romance guidebook Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, the selfish path to romance. That is interesting. He says that part of the relationship is dead and that the love and care that he has for her is out of friendship now. It sounds like he needs to make a decision, though. Because well, that's you, where I'm at. Yeah, he, it's in his hands, and I know we can blame her, we can call her toxic, but he's not passive in this situation, and he needs to make a decision. How much of a value are you to him? Is he keeping her on the back burner in case things don't work out with you because you have a relatively new relationship? Well, if he's doing that, then he'll have a split focus, and he won't be able to invest himself fully in the relationship with you. Well, he tries to tell me that he is working on distancing himself and that he just wants a few months, you know, telling me now that he'd like a few months to to eventually be able to cut her out of his life for us. But I feel like so much damage has been done and I feel so resentful towards him and feel... Yeah, notice it's towards him now. That's proper. It's not towards her. I mean, she can be the best person or the worst person. He's the one that's in charge. Nobody can force him to have a relationship. But why do I want so much for him to see her as negative as well? Why do I feel this need for him to say, you know what? Yeah, she was wrong. He's going to have a very different content. Yeah. He's got many different memories. I don't know what she served, what she provided in his life that makes him still keep her on the back burner. You know, still. Well, he admits that on some level, he did like that's all he knew. I mean, I, I told him, I feel like she's an addiction on some level to you and that you couldn't. Like all of that, he admitted that he really hadn't started moving on until I came into his life. And at the same time, it makes me feel good. He feels like I'm the only one that he wants to call when he wakes up in the morning and call before he goes to bed at night. Okay. But every day with me, it's not enough because I feel like she's still there. He wants to still be a comfort to her and be Okay. I've worked with men who've had like three different women going at once and they just couldn't make a commitment to anyone and they had to make sure they were loved by someone and there was had to be a backup. This may not be the case with him. It may be that he's still severing ties with her emotionally. But if you just if if you I'm sorry. If you just let him go on like this, you'll never get anywhere, and you won't be serving your needs. So if you tell him, listen, you've got it. It's totally in your ballpark. If you want me, I want an exclusive relationship. If it's going to take a few months, let's break it off for a while while you make that split. I tried that, but he feels like I'm now turning my back on him and cutting myself off. But don't look at it. 
No, don't look at it th on, through his perspective. Say, this is important enough to me. I so want the relationship with you. I don't want it on these terms, and I don't want to start off our relationship this way. It seems like you've got some unfinished business with her. Take the opportunity. See if she's good for you. If you do want to stay with her, fine. If you want I to... Tell, I did tell him that. I said, if you really yeah. feel like there's real friendship there, and you, it can be just yeah. really friendship and nothing more. Uh, you know, but like I don't think that's good. possible. As much as I would like to say that that's the case, given the dynamics and the toxicity that you talk about, I feel like I'm not trusting. Yeah, you know what? We're right at the end. I wish we had more time to talk about this. You need to be true to yourself and decide what can, under what conditions would you be willing to stay with him. And I wish you a lot of success. There are other men as painful. I know you've searched long and hard. I'm Dr. Alan Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. For more Dr. Kenner podcasts, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. It's no accident that narcissists and altruists often have a magnetic attraction to one another. Can you see how perfect the fit is? The altruist feels the need to selflessly serve others, and this is just what a narcissist wants. Narcissists want to be worshipped and gratified in every way possible, and this is just what the altruists offer, thinking it demonstrates their moral virtue. But the fact that they represent a fit does not make such a relationship successful. The narcissist cannot be satisfied and may soon tire of just one worshiper. And the more selfless the worship the altruist offers, the greater the feeling of emptiness that results. Such people may stay together out of fear or inertia, but it won't be a relationship between self-respecting equals, and it certainly won't be romantic. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com, and you can buy the book at amazon.com.